Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be sharing this uh, episode, this week's episode, which uh, really is talking about your pathway to success, your year in review. Now, I know that so many people do the right, the rear view mirror thing uh, in December. And I really wanted an opportunity to pause and share with you some of the some of the patterns that I've observed, both globally and personally over the last year. Um, and maybe you can just grab your attention a little bit because it's January and everyone's talking about January, new year, new you. Um, and there's a part of me that gets really excited about that. And there's a part of me that you don't need a new you. <laughs> You're amazing and awesome uh, as you are. And I think part of the reason why we decide to do this new year, new year, new you stuff is that there are certain things, certain patterns maybe that we want to let go of, certain behaviors we want to let go of. Uh, probably and more possibly that we're looking for different outcomes. And so I think uh, certainly reviewing what's going on or what's gone on in our last year is important so that we can take a look at the life that we've created, can take a look at our environment, we can take a look at the results that we've created, the circumstances that we've created, and we can look at it not with remorse, although that might be part of it, or sadness, or regret, guilt, or shame, and none of those are bad things to feel or to look at, but more of the possibility of like, what else is possible? What else could be that I create? What's the truth in the creations that I have? What's the truth in the manifestations? And how can I show up differently? And so I often spend a lot of December in contemplation and really thinking about my life and uh, reviewing it. Now, I journal on a regular basis. I don't journal necessarily daily, but I certainly journal on a regular basis. And especially when there are things that I'm trying to move through uh, areas of my life that I'm trying to, I'm going to use the word improve upon, and that's in terms of discernment and not in terms of judgment. You know, but I'll take a look at things and go, you know, this, this, this was a great experience. This experience maybe didn't feel so great, but here's all the amazing things that I learned from it. And, oh, that was like a really, you know, possibly poopy experience. And I really don't want to repeat that. So what do I need to know about myself? What do I need to learn? You know, what reflections do I need to, to take upon so that I won't repeat that behavior? Now, I don't know about you, but I've had some serious groundhog days in my life. And so but over the last three years, uh, you know, part of what I contemplate and look at is, what are those groundhog days? And was there any shift in the groundhog moment from the previous year? And because I keep a journal, I can go back and I can take a look at some of my, I'll use the word struggles that I've had, some of the things that I've done and can look at and go, oh yeah, that, that right there keeps on showing up. And there's a reason it keeps on showing up. Now, I used to think that Keith kept on showing up because there was something horribly wrong with me. <laughs> I was totally messed up. I couldn't figure this shit out. And then I needed help. Uh, more than a mentor, but I was like, okay, uh, I must be the only person in the planet who keeps on experiencing this over and over again. And the first time I talked about my Groundhog Day was in 2018. 
And I had one of my newer friends say to me, oh my goodness, I thought it was just me. And we like literally started to laugh because, you know, it's not just one person. You know, you're, you're not alone if you have a Groundhog Day. Now, what do I mean by a Groundhog Day? What I mean by a Groundhog Day is there are certain experiences that we have over and over again. And um, there's a possibility that they're not exactly the same, but certainly in my lifetime, they have felt similar, if not the same. And so since 2018, what I've done in, in my year of review, have looked at the situations and asked myself some pretty, you know, uh, amazing questions and, and intellectual meaning like soul digging, but also intellectually digging questions of like, what is different? So it may appear on the outside surface level to be the same, but chances are there's something just a little bit different about the experience. And what is that? And is that experience that you have a reflection of growth or is the experience you have because you regressed? Now, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no guilt or shame around that. You're not all messed up because of it. it but it does give you an opportunity to go and look at, okay, what else could be possible? And what, what was going on? What limiting beliefs did I have or what empowering beliefs did I, did I have? to have me experience the experience that I was experiencing. How's that for proper English? The experience that you were experiencing. And this is so important. Now you can do this anytime. I just happened to do this at the end of, or in December, so that when I'm moving into January, I feel like I'm ready to, I guess, have this renewed strength. So for me, it's not a new me. But it's certainly I have a renewed strength. I have maybe renewed tenacity, uh, maybe stronger courage, uh, just different things like that. Maybe more clarity, um, more knowledge. And so I really spend the time reflecting on my year and spending a lot of time praising myself, having gratitude for all of the experiences, even if at this moment of time, it didn't feel great. I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, in August, I went to go see my mom and uh, at Cold Lake, Alberta. So I live in Alberta. My mom and dad have a have a property in at the lake, Cold Lake, and my mom wasn't doing very well. And from a health perspective, and my sister had suggested that I come and, and kind of talk and and see what was up. And we were really, actually, to be honest, we weren't sure if my mom was going to live much longer. And so it was this moment of, you know, I'm going to go see my parents. Now I haven't seen my parents since 2020. And uh, we have, um, so it's not meant to be political, a, a political discussion. My mom and dad are vaccinated. Uh, very important that my parents are vaccinated. They both have health challenges and health issues. And that was really solid for them. I have a health challenge that I was experiencing last year and uh, was recommended by my doctor to not actually get the vaccination. And so my parents were concerned that I would then get them sick. So I hadn't seen my mom and dad for for two, two and a half years. And there was a lot of respect there. There wasn't, there was like no anger, no shame, um, anything like that. I'm just sharing you this, the background story. Now I have had an incredibly amazing relationship with my parents. And I've also had an incredibly restrained relationship with my parents. I don't think I'm alone in that. And so, you know, when I was driving there, I was thinking about our life together and thinking about my childhood and the fact that I haven't seen my parents for so long and 
what was what had changed and how I had changed. And I don't know about you, but I don't necessarily think that that in particular my family, you know, sees the changes, the transformation that I've created in my life. You know, I think, you know, sometimes what happens in my, again, my family, my experiences, I show up and I'm their daughter. And they don't see all the things that I have done. They see the, the little girl, right? And pigtails, the, the rebel teenager. Uh, and, and so that can cause some, res- some restraint, right? Some, um, yeah, some restraint in the relationship. So I was driving there and I had decided that I really wanted to have this really open relationship with my mom and dad. And if I was to wanting to create an open relationship with my parents, then the person who needed to change the most to look at things the most to show up differently would be me. But I couldn't ask my mom and dad to show up differently. And so I, uh, I do a lot of energy work for myself, on myself. And I decided to open a portal of truth. And I literally, I'm so visual, I, I could literally see like the whole um, Doctor Strange, right, opening up this portal. And I imagined myself walking through this portal of truth. And so as I arrived at my parents' place, there was this deeper connection to myself and the truth of who I am and this a desire to just show up that way not a need to prove myself not a need to show my parents anything not a need to be open and honest for my parents so that but honestly this just radical truthfulness radical honestly for myself so that I could show up vulnerable and authentic like I do with my friends and as I do in, in, in the coaching world, as I do with my clients, I wanted to um, be her and be completely vulnerable with my parents. And because I created this portal of truth, that is exactly what happened. So as, I, as I'm in December thinking about this episode, this incident in August, I realized that so much happened, right, energetically, you know, by doing that, but then so much happened in my physical world right, in my circumstances and my results. And so, you know, as I was, as I was contemplating it and and realizing that I had stepped this portal truth and we had the most amazing conversations, uh, probably the most, the most deepest, most authentic conversations that we had, if not in my life, certainly in a very, very long time. And it was because I was willing to transform. I was the one who was willing to um, show up differently. I wasn't asking my parents to show up differently. And so as I reflected upon my relationship with my parents, I realized that there was a part of me that was always holding back because I I was looking for their approval. And I felt like I would never get their approval. And so I thought, if I just let that go, how would my life change if I just let go of the need or the desire for my parents' approval? Maybe I would be more honest with them. And, And I was, I found myself just like sharing something, you know, so personal with them and not worrying about what they thought of me for fear of whatever I had been afraid of. So when I'm talking about this year in review, we can take these moments and go, what were some transformational moments that we had, you know, that we can, maybe there's tangible results or maybe there's just this intangible result of, I'm an awareness that I'm showing up differently in my relationship with my mom and dad. So as I opened up this portal of truth and I shared with them some of the things that I was experiencing there was this, this vulnerability. Now, there, it can always be in, in vulnerability, there can always be a challenge with that. I mean, you never know how someone's going to receive your vulnerability. But if you're vulnerable so that someone else will open up, or you're vulnerable because you have an expectation of an outcome from someone else, 
then you're being vulnerable, maybe perhaps for what I would say is the wrong reason, meaning an error in thinking. Not that you're wrong or there's anything wrong with it, but just having an opportunity to look at it and go, then why did I decide to show up authentically? Why did I decide to show up honestly? And what I realized at that moment in time was because we weren't sure what was going on with my mom's health. I didn't want any regrets. I didn't want to think, oh, I wish I would have said that to my mom or I wish I would have shared that. And there were some things that needed to be said from my past and things that my mom and dad wanted to talk about with me from both my past and my present, but they were always afraid to. And their fear came because I'm the rebel in the family. You never know what Ranchal is going to do. There is some truth to this. And, and that's their truth. And not necessarily my truth, but that's their truth. That was their, has been their experience with me. You know, and, but part of that, when you decide to be open and honest and, um, and, and radically honest, right? And go through this, like I said, this portal of truth. I had someone ask me, uh, someone, a neighbor and say, oh my goodness, we, you know, your mom and dad talk about you, but we haven't met you. And I'm like, and I said, oh yeah, no, you haven't met me because, and I, you know, expressed what was going on and everyone was there was felt a little awkward and then I realized that there was this this awkward moment came because I had just spoken my truth and here's what's important I spoke my truth I wasn't being disrespectful and I didn't speak my truth so that and then insert like my mom and dad would have it or the parent the neighbors would know I was just showing up as myself I was just speaking my truth what can happen though is this is my truth. It doesn't necessarily mean it was my parents' truth. And so part of the part of the reflection, and what I'm going to encourage you to do, is to realize that you know I talked about this in the past. Like a belief is just a decision, and really, what's truth? Right. For me, truth is the universal laws. So I I I do my best to apply and integrate and embody the universal laws. Uh, I use Raymond Hollywell's um, 11 Spiritual Truths book, you know, as a guide for me, uh, as, as a study guide. And, but there is no other truth other than that. My truth is, is different than my parents' truth. And I think if we can approach our life, whether we're reflecting upon, you know, last year, 2022, or we move into 2023 and we think about, like, I'm just going to speak the truth. Okay. How about we just speak your truth? whatever that happens to be for you. And so, and then having the grace to, under, to, to, I guess, accept that your truth is different than someone else's truth. And this, uh, th- this piece of it, this contemplation, this moving through this portal of truth, for me, was another realization that just because I'm feeling it and just because I'm experiencing it doesn't mean that my parents or whatever, my, my daughter right, my sister, et cetera, et cetera, has the same experience. And so I, th- I think one of, the, one of the key pieces of, I guess, um, opportunity that I want to share with you of learnings is what is the truth, <laughs> right? Like, whose truth is it? And to let go of your attachment to your truth. Because if we let go of the attachments of the things that we say or how we show up, then what can happen is, in my world, I call it ease and flow. There's opportunity for ease and flow. And I really want my life to be full of ease and flow. I actually believe, um, and it's one of the premises that I live my life, that ease and flow are my natural state of being. And so if I'm not in ease and flow, 
that I'm not in my natural state of being. And if I'm not in my natural state of being, I'm in an unnatural state of being. And if I'm in an unnatural state of being, I am being affected by outside resources and sources, my environment, results, and circumstances. And then I'm in a disempowered state. And then I become a victim. And so for me, it's owning the truth of who I am, which for me, my belief is I am part of divine. I am a divine being. I'm a triune being, right? Um, I am a soul of a physical body. So there's this divinity. And I, and I have an intellectual mind. So for me, that's my truth. Your truth might look a little bit different, might sound a little bit different. And I, I would say, if I just come from that perspective of that is my truth, doesn't have to be your truth, I can, I can look at my whole entire life or look at my future. And when I mean by my future, I mean by in this moment of time, really. I can be in this moment of time, I can be completely present in this very second, for example, that we are together. And I can go, this is my truth right now. And it might be different in the next 10 seconds because I think our experiences lead us to the possibility of a new truth or maybe a new understanding. So when I look upon the year um, and reflect upon what's happened over this last year, I, I look at, for me personally, what I want to share with you is what would happen for you if you opened your own, your own portal of truth? If you just made the decision to be truthful and honest with yourself, it doesn't really matter whether you decide to be truthful and honest with everybody else, right? That's not actually what this is about. This is about your own personal reflection. How would your life change if you were radically honest and truthful for yourself? So contemplate that. Think about that as we go into our first break here. Uh, thank you so much for joining me live or whether you're listening to the recording. So excited to have you here. My name is Ranchelle. You're on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, and we're on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you after the break. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. 
Hello and welcome back to the show, Ignite Your Success with Franchal. We're here on Inspired Choices Network. Whether you're joining me live uh, or you're listening afterwards, uh, I appreciate you and appreciate the time that you take to, to spend here with me on the show. Before we left the break, I was talking about my reflection upon opening up this portal of truth in 2022 and some of the changes that I was experiencing. And, you know, if we looked at this from a global perspective and I, you know, the question I asked is like, what would happen in your life? You know, if you decided to open up your very own portal of truth, portal of truth for you, uh, your portal of truth will look different than my portal of truth. And, you know, here's what's interesting about facts. And, and for those of you just listening, I've just air quoted, right? You know, uh, I have an incredibly awesome man in my life. His name is Robert. And he is very factual. He is a litigator at heart um, and loves data. And so whenever we have a, a, an opportunity for a discussion, and I'm not air quoting discussion, I'm actually talking about when we have a discussion, a conversation, right? Um, you know, and he'll talk about these facts. And then, and, you know, there's lots of times I've had this conversation with him, which is according to who, facts according to who, right? A Google fact, you know, uh, that's been fact checked by whom. And this is to raise awareness of someone else's fact. They might feel like someone's truth. And can we and we can be respectful of someone's fact or someone's truth and not have to um, have that affect how we show up, how we feel, our truth, our own facts. So, you know, one of the things I learned a long time ago by one of my mentors is he said, in a ranch style, people either have a need to be right or a need to not be wrong. And he said, if you want to know what that looks like for you, spend an entire day in complete agreement with everything that everyone says, regardless of how crazy it sounds, how ludicrous it sounds, how silly it sounds. Just say yes. Just be in total agreement. And I thought, well, this would be so easy because I'm so non-argumentative. <laughs> I, um, I try to be non-argumentative. Um, you know, here was the thing. I found myself really, really struggling with this because I would hear someone say something and it was, it was people that I was close to, right? Would be, you know, the, the story really is, is, is around Rob, right? He said something and I, and I knew, and so I am air quoting and accentuating that word. I knew that that was incorrect information. And so, you know, although I can disguise it as incorrect information, the thought and feeling was, dude, that's totally wrong. Um, you know, and so, and as I was listening to his experiences, for him, it was right. For him, it was completely truthful and honest and in integrity and authentic and his truth and facts. And for me, it was like, that is so not my experience. And I it gave me this indication into my life how desperately I needed to not be wrong how how important it was that I was right and it was it's a practice for me it's a practice for me to to be in a space where someone can say something and I can be in complete disagreement and not say anything and it's still a practice because for me in my world I need to not be wrong right and for my my my, my love Robert he needs to be right well you can imagine how difficult some of our conversations can be. You have one individual who can't be wrong and one individual who must be right. There can be some heated discussions. And because if, and if I approach it with no one's right or wrong, I'm not bad or good. Uh, there is no such thing as right or wrong. 
uh, there is no such thing as good or bad. There's the isness of the situation. And again, if you've heard me, uh, if you join me on any of uh, any of my uh, shows, you know that I talk a lot about this. So, how is this associated with the portal of truth? We ha all have our own truth. And if nothing else, what I learned over the last couple of years, and certainly even this year, was people are really attached to their facts, their information and their data. And when we're attached to the outcome, when we're attached to facts and truth and data, we have this, this attachment can create some disconnect, can create some dissonant energy within ourselves, but in relationship. And imagine what happens to the universe, to the globe, let's go even to the earth, if there are so many people who are in this like dissonant energy. And for the for my fellow empaths in the world, I think you know what's happened over the last couple of years is we felt like we're at, and we're in conflict. So, and I could say in truth we are. In truth we are in conflict. And maybe not with, with uh, in conflict with others, but there's a possibility, I mean, could you accept this? There's a possibility that we are in conflict. We're in conflict with our own value system. We're in conflict with our groundhog days. We're in conflict because we're attached to our outcomes. We're attached to our beliefs. We're attached to our values. We're attached to being right or not being wrong, right? We're, we're, we're simply attached to the way that we show up because damn it, what happens if you're wrong or you know what happens if, if you're if you uh, are right, meaning you need to be right or you can't be wrong. You know, so what so part of this portal of truth for me in this reflection was, can I just let go? Can I really just surrender? Can I be okay with the outcome of my life and not be in control? Can I can I be okay with having my children show up how they show up and not try to correct their behavior or guide them? They're, they're adults and, and can, I, can I guide them when they ask for guidance, but in a way that offers them guidance and doesn't tell them what to do or how to be or who to show up as? Can I just sit in, in, in conversation with them and love them through all of the things that they're going through? And then I start to think about why is it easier for me to do that with my kids than it is for me to do that with my parents or Rob or, uh, or somebody else, a friend? Why can I show that that way for my children? Why can I show up that way for my clients? What's going on within me that I show up differently in relationships with different people? So that was my other portal of truth was looking at that who's the who's Ranshaw the coach? Who's Ranshaw the daughter? Who's Ranshaw the mom? Who's Ranshaw, right? The girlfriend, the wife, the lover? Who's Ranshaw the friend? And what's what's the connected piece? And what's the disconnect? Because if I can show one way for one person, why do I struggle showing up that way for somebody else? And it simply for me was the need to be right, or for me in particular, the need to not be wrong, right? And so as I started to contemplate, if I could just let go of this need to be right, this, this need to not be wrong. And it shows up, for me, it shows up in, in, in both ways, actually. And mostly it's my need to not be wrong. And part of that is this limiting belief that there was something horribly wrong with me. Now that belief was passed on 
unbeknownst to my parents, meaning they did not raise me to, to so that I, on purpose, so that I would feel like I'm one big massive, you know, F up. My parents didn't intentionally raise, raise me that way. What happened was I am so different than my family. I, I'm, I'm just, I am, I am, one of the roles that I, ha- that I have in my family, had in my family, still have in my family is the black sheep. And so I can look at that and I can be the black sheep in my family, but there's consequences to being the black sheep in my family. And so who's attached to what? I don't know if my parents are attached to me being the black sheep or if I'm attached to being the black sheep. And sometimes that role works really well for me and sometimes it doesn't. So I can look at that and go, who's showing up? Which hat am I wearing? Which role am I wearing? I have one of my best friends in the world, her name is Laura. And she talks about there's a different parts, different actresses on stage. So she'll say, what actress was on the stage that day, Rachel, or in that moment, right? And so it gives us an opportunity to move ourselves into what I refer to as a 30,000 level foot and have a, com- have a real conversation with ourselves. Open up a portal of truth. If you're, if you're visual like me, I literally now open up a portal of truth, step into it and start contemplating and asking myself different questions. And so who's, who's, who's showing up that day, right? Which, which part of my childhood, what child part, what child life is showing up when the need to not be wrong? So if I have, if I know that I have had and still sometimes carry this limiting belief of there must be something seriously wrong with me, and I don't go into blame or shame with of my parents, I just have this acceptance of this is kind of how I showed up. I can, I can look at this honestly and authentically and go, you know, that there's, what if I just, what if I let go of that? What if I just looked at life and went, there's nothing horribly wrong with me, Rancho. You just look at things differently, which I do. And my out-of-box way of thinking, my, my all-things-are-possible thinking are great as a coach and they're great as a business leader in my community because like, opportunities come to me like so often. And part of that is because of this black sheep, this rebel part of me, this role that I play, this, this there must be something wrong with me has its benefits. The benefit of it, the empowering piece of it is I'm different and accepting that I'm different. Um, you know, when I met Christine here, the CEO um, uh, of Inspired Choices Network, she also has her own show. I said to her one day, well, I'm kind of weird. And she said, you should celebrate that. I was like, what? And she, uh, she gave me this definition, this dictionary, uh, the, a, a new link to dictionary of weird. And I was like, that's totally me. And it changed the way that I reflected and reviewed uh, the word weird. So my other contemplation that I want to share with you just before we go into break is how important words are, right? Words are extremely important. I did a show, oh, like two or three weeks ago, you know, about like the impact of words, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, words will never hurt me. And there's this whole essence of this is true, right? We can make the decision whether words can hurt us or not. There's also the, the, for me, the truth. So here's part of what I deem my truth it's not necessarily everyone's truth, is there's an energy behind words. And when we can look at the words and we can, we can accept the energy of the word and maybe even change the energy of the word by looking at it with a different lens, then what happens is we give it a new meaning. So if we go back to a belief is just a decision with enough evidence, and we also can go back into the reason why things have an impact on us 
is we give it a meaning. We can give it a different meaning. So I had weird as a negative meaning, uh, the rebel, yes, a little bit, but there was a little bit of judgment. And I, and I was able to, with the help of Christine, look at weird as something different, something beautiful, something brilliant. And now I, I can say it and fully embrace it and uh, apply it, integrate and embody my weirdness because I changed the meaning. So my question for you, and then we're going to go to our next break is, my question for you is, what meaning do you give words, situations, facts, truths? What meaning do you give them? And what other meaning could you give it so that you felt differently, so you felt more empowered? Because you get to make the decision about what those meanings, those situations, those facts, air quoting for those of you who can't see me, those truths, you get to decide what they mean. No one else does. Now they're programmed. So you get to change your programming if you so desire. So let's go to second break. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Ranshaw. You're here on Inspired Choices Network, and the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranshaw. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Come hang out with me. Let's go. Uh, I've been read here. We'll go have coffee. Virtual coffee works as well. Yeah, I'm easy to find. Uh, you can just look for Ranchelle on Facebook, Ranchelle on LinkedIn, uh, Ranchelle on Twitter. Uh, you can also look for uh, for Ranchelle on Instagram. There's a couple of us, um, but you'll be able to recognize Ranchelle Van Bryce and Ignite Your Success is my company. And I'm really going to encourage you to reach out. Uh, one of my favorite things actually is hanging out with people and having you know some deep conversation. Uh, I am not much of a fluffy conversationalist, so we won't talk about the weather. We might talk about something much deeper than the weather. Uh, before we went to break, I was sharing my story about the portal of truth and then sharing, you know, talking about how, you know, when we give meaning to things and, and it has such an impact on us. And the question really was, what kind of, what are you giving meaning to and how can you change the definition of the meaning? And so other parts I, I think that I want to reflect, you know, as I looked at my life 
my, my, my life actually, but I really was looking at, you know, the whole entire 2022 in December and looked at, you know, some of the successes that I had and some of, so when I say failures, for me now, a failure, and this really changed for me the definition in probably 2020, um, the definition of failure for me became even more clear, which was an attempt at doing something and it didn't really have the outcome that I thought. And that's not really a failure in the sense of what I used to deem a failure, it's an experience. And so part of my whole, what I was looking at was, you know, what, what successes did I have? You know, I really, when I talk about Ignite Your Success and Redefining Success, I live this. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I wanted the show to be named what it was and what I wanted to talk about what I do is because I, I live redefining what success means for me. And that's what I do with my clients and help them redefine what success means for them and really letting go of imposter syndrome and being in you know, radical uh, honesty and with ourselves and the, the impact it can have. We can create this epic life and have our business or career, the vehicle to our life. And we can have ease, um, ease and flow as our natural state of being. And so that's really what I, what I focus on when I do uh, any of my coaching. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is letting go, surrendering into the unknown and how scary this is. And so, you know, a lot of, a lot of, at least a lot of people that I'm connected to are really attached to an outcome, really want the, the certainty, the knowing that the decisions that they're making are the right decisions. So I've got a bit of a mind then for you, which is what if there was no such thing as a wrong decision? So what if every decision you made was the right decision, regardless of the outcome, the circumstances, the result, regardless of what you find yourself, your environment to mean? What if, what if you couldn't mess up? What if you didn't need to align with anything? What if you were already aligned with everything that you needed? What if you didn't need to vibrate differently, right? And I'm, I'm so I'm from the world of energy. I love um, you know, I love following uh, Abraham Hicks, Brene Brown. So those are some of my favorite people, like anything to do with energy and energy work, you know, I'm in anything to do with science and uh, neurology, uh, I love as well. And but one of my awarenesses, even this was really triggered by one of my mentors. And he said, Ranchal, tr stop trying to align with what you think is right. And just be who you are in this moment, just be present with who you are. And it was a game changer for me because I realized I was searching outside of myself for something and I always felt like I was pursuing something or chasing. And so what I realized for me, one of my biggest impact moments was in 2020 realizing that I've been pursuing and I've been chasing and I've been trying to achieve. And so in 2021, um, in 2022, I decided to stop pursuing, to stop chasing, to stop trying to achieve something and to just open myself up to the possibility that I could create and manifest anything that I wanted. And all I had to do was sit. I didn't have to chase. I didn't have to hustle. I didn't have to grind. I didn't have to work harder. I didn't have to align more. I didn't have to vibrate differently. But all I needed to do was sit and contemplate and allow things to open up, allow, the, allow my truth to open itself up to, to myself, allow the possibilities of not having to know the outcome of everything and just taking it day by day and sometimes moment by moment and sometimes second by second. You know, the 12-step program, they call it, they have this um, a step 
It's a step that might be a slogan called one day at a time. And it really is about living in your present moment. Don't worry about what, what tomorrow brings and don't worry, you know, about your past, but live in the present. And, you know, when my dad sobered up, I remember him telling me, oh, I think it was probably 16 or 17. He said in the early days, it wasn't one day at a time. In the early days of sobriety, it was one moment at a time, one second. And he had made a decision minute by minute to, to be sober. And so then he would get through an hour and then get through half a day and then get through a day and then get through a week and then get through a month and then get through two months. And that's how he remained sober. And so, you know, it's great information, great advice that I, I received as a teenager, forgot about it and then remembered it last year. It's like, what would it be like for me if I could just be in the moment and if I didn't have to worry or have doubt or fear about my future and I didn't have to worry about where the money was coming from and, you know, and what my relationship was going to look like and what my kids were doing. And I'm a work in progress. I think one of the things that I, I often talk to my clients about is that I don't pretend that I got my shit together and I've got it all figured out because I certainly don't. Um, I, I do. I have a practice where I practice the universal laws. Um, and, and I say it's a practice because it's a practice. And some days I'm super successful and some days I'm OK. And some days I totally suck at, <laughs> at the integration or the application of the law. But, you know, one of the things that happened for me was I was able to let go of the worry, doubt, and fear. Now, not all the time. So I just really want to be clear because I'm not, I'm not speaking to you from a place of, oh, I've handled this and it's like, I don't have this. I don't have worry, doubt, or fear any longer. That's not true. But what I did find myself is letting go of the outcome, meaning I could surrender into, I don't have to know what my life is going to look like tomorrow. I actually don't have to know what my life is going to look like in an hour. And the thing is, I'm... Uh, that's one of my struggles is now I think some of the people that love me would say I'm a little bit of a control person they might even add the word freak I'm okay with the word freak now wasn't okay before and and there's some truth my truth there's some some of my truth to that which is I like to know where things are going it makes me feel safe and secure I'm not alone in that our brains are wired for safety and security our brains want to know where we're going and if it doesn't know where we're going then it brings up right, um, within us, this sense of, of unsafe and, uh, and not being secure. But if you can let go of your attachment to the outcome and know that you can't mess this up. This is where I started. You can't make a mistake. Every decision you make, every experience you have, you were meant to have. And if, if you can let go, if you can let go of the, I have to do this the right way or else, right? Or that person has to do it this way or else, and just be in flow. You know, it's kind of like you can, you can uh, swim upstream, right? Uh, to get where you want to go against the current, right? Or you can sail, right? And you can, you can actually sail upstream because you might want to go there. You might want to go in a direction. But the question is, are you in resistance? So for me, when I was swimming upstream, I was always in resistance. And resistance to what? In resistance to being, doing, or having, right? And so this is also a universal law. The challenge that we have as a human species is we want control. We want to know that we're going to be okay. So what if I said to you, you're going to be okay? You're going to be okay. And it might not look the way that you thought it was going to look like, right? I'm not with the kid's dad anymore. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. It's been a long time since we've been together. But that wasn't what, like, I didn't get into the marriage thinking, 
well, this is going to be great for 16 years and then, you know, and then it's not going to be. And I'm sure that their dad didn't get into the relationship with me thinking that either. And it didn't work out. Everything happens for me. So if I let go of the attachment of my life is much different, it's not what I planned. I had it all mapped out. Anybody else? Anybody else had their, their life all mapped out and didn't work out that way? I don't think I'm alone in that. But the thing is, it, it, it didn't go the way I thought it went. The path was different. The journey has been beautiful. The outcome, right, the different experiences that I've had along the way, I wasn't anticipating. I don't think I could ever have anticipated. But the difference now, and so going back to this, moving into the business of the situation, accepting the outcome, surrendering, into the unknown can be really exciting. It actually would be really boring if we knew everything. There's a part of me that would be like, boring would be okay. And that's my need to not be wrong. Right, so you notice how it's, this, it will, will often come back to this. So as I reflected upon the last year, right, in December, I was looking at how many times was I willing to or able to surrender into the business? How many times was I willing to accept and walk into the unknown? And how many times did it work out? In the end, it worked out better than I had imagined or expected. Different, yes, but better, right? And if, so for me, it was like this opportunity to just move into and just know that. So for me, the word that I would use is the divine has my back. A higher power has my back. The challenge with this is that if we think that the higher power divine is outside of ourselves, then we believe that someone has control over our life and that's the resistance. So what I'm gonna ask you to do is to contemplate this and we're gonna to go to break is, would you be willing to accept that you are one with divine? That you are one with divine, that you are divine. Would you be willing to accept that? And that you can't make a mistake, you can't mess this up. That every decision that you make is the right decision for what you need to experience right now. Can you trust that? And I'm not asking you to trust in another individual. I'm really asking you to trust in yourself, in your connection to divine source energy. And so, so as I contemplated 2022, I was like, what changed for me was trust. And I was able to trust that divine within me the divine in me, the goddess in me, whatever word works for you, has my back because it's not outside of myself. All right, let's go into our last break. Thank you so much for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. Uh, you are speaking with Ranchal and it's Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. 
To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you again for joining me again with your live or your listening afterwards. Um, I'm talking about, you know, the reflection upon this uh, in 2022 and some of the patterns of behavior that I've saw within myself, but also reflected in the world and some of the, the, the opportunities that I want to share with you. So before I got in the call, I decided to, um, to use some uh, Oracle cards. I love Oracle cards. Uh, I was first introduced to Oracle cards. Oh my goodness, I'm totally going to age myself here. Um, hmm, I think my daughter Mackenzie was three or four. So that would have been in 20, uh, no, 2002, probably 2002. I used Oracle cards quite consistently for many years and then um, fell out of the habit uh, of using the cards. More so, I think the deeper, deeper awareness was uh, a loss of faith and really lost faith. And so I think the, one of the reasons why this last year feeling so profound for me was this really being in a space and place where my faith is really deep. Um, and I use the word higher power I interchange it with divine intelligence, spirit, creator, God, um, you know, Buddha. Uh, for me, there it's all interchangeable, and including this uh, acceptance of the divine within me. And so, the last three months uh, of 2022, I really got back into the habit of of uh, using the oracle cards in my life. Not necessarily to make decisions, although I know lots of people who do that, but more so uh, for messages, for guidance. You know, I believe that uh, mentors and coaches and guides, you know, like as in as in the, the human form, are important. I also believe that those those same messengers are mirrors for ourselves. That we have everything that we need within us, but we actually can't see the solution to the problems that we've created with the same mind that created them. And so I believe that's why a coach, a mentor, you know, is so very, very important. And I personally believe that everyone should have a coach or mentor. I felt that way even before I was a coach. <laughs> so um, certainly as a coach now, I'm like, I have a couple of coaches in my life. I can't imagine uh, my life without, uh, without them. There's also this opportunity to have outside guides, right? And so um, I use the Oracle cards as a guide. And so I, so this is from the uh, Colette Baron read the Enchanted Map. Uh, and the card was Into the Unknown. And so I'm going to just share a moment here because I thought it was so fitting uh, for what we were talking about today. So it says, life is an adventure and often new opportunities will arise that you won't know how to deal with. This is one of those times you're required to trust that this new phase will reveal wonders and miracles as you step into unknown territory. Imagine that you are not only a pathfinder, but a path maker. Whatever your inquiry, trust you'll be safe. Stay aware as you discover new and marvelous territories and valuable treasures. And so the underlying is trust and all will be revealed. And I like literally laughed my ass off when I read this because part of what I knew I wanted to share was this whole trust piece, this whole moving into faith. 
And so, you know, I'm a, a, one of my mentors, David, David, he says, the cards never lie, Rancho. You, uh, right? And so if we, if you can just play with whether you've done Oracle cards or believe in Oracle cards, um, maybe you believe in coincidences, you know, it's coincidental that I, you know, I want to talk about trusting the unknown and the journey. And, you know, I talk about success being a journey and not necessarily this like straight path. And I talk about recreating what success means for you. And so part of that uh, new definition of success, I believe, is accepting that it, a, it is a journey. It not, does not necessarily a destination, but really moving into we're not meant to know the outcome of everything. We're actually meant to have this trust of ourselves that we will we will be able to figure things out. And there's there's sometimes evidence to to show us that we have difficulty in figure, figuring things out. We may have we may have a family that has a hard time figuring things out, and so we, that's when we need to like I guess accept that that was their truth. That's their facts, but their truth and their facts. So like my parents' truth, my parents' facts. Rob's truth and facts. My children's truth and facts don't need to be my own. And really, it's not a selfish way or a self-centered way, or although that's how we've been programmed, to you know look at ourselves and go, what do I believe? And what beliefs do I have from my family that were passed on with the values that were passed on from my family? And are they serving me? So one of the questions I want you to contemplate as we close for the day is what values do you have? What beliefs do you have? Whether they're empowering or not, uh, so empowering or disempowering, so meaning limited, limiting belief or not limiting belief, they're, they're a program. And how are they serving you? And what of those beliefs, again, whether they're empowering or not, you may want to let them go. Just because they're empowering doesn't necessarily mean they're serving you. So what would you be willing to let go of so that you could create and manifest this epic life that I talk about, right? Meaning our business and, is, and, and our career is the vehicle to this epic life. What would an epic life look like for you? And what are you willing to sacrifice? Meaning not your time, not your health, not your relationships, but what beliefs are you willing to sacrifice? What behaviors are you willing to sacrifice? What limiting actions are you willing to sacrifice? And are you willing to look at yourself and open up your own portal of truth in 2023 and be so radically honest with yourself that what ends up happening is you start to see the truth of who you are, meaning the divine in you. And would you be willing to accept that you are this most amazing, empowered, divine. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.